0: I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: Welcome to I Game Around, the podcast that is still searching for a tagline. I had a, I had an old tagline, and I say it every episode for no reason, but it used to be some niggas didn't like that name, but they can eat a dick, mm. but I felt that was a little too harsh. <laughs> so. it's, it's a catchy, <laughs> catchy catchphrase. So now I'm searching for a new uh, tagline, but today I am joined by a waste of time with, no wait, that's your show. Whoops. Today yeah. I'm joined by It's Thrill. Hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Good. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you for coming to the central Harlem,
2: not the Upper West Side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You flew in and you've been doing podcasts out of New York, and here we are. Thank you for welcoming us into someone's home. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm sure if she was here, she'd uh, kick you out. But anyway, yeah, some uh, pictures of
2: like their family. This yeah, is so not you. Don't like, point that out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as you can see today, I'm playing Dragon Ball Z. Uh, you guys are actually the first white guests that I've had on this show. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first people who cancel your <laughs> catchphrase. So in honor of that, this is the very first time I've ever um, played this uh, game so well uh, you're more white than us because we've never played this so oh, really? I don't, yeah <laughs> yeah uh this game's like two years old but yeah this is game this game is mad fun but this is not why we are uh doing this we're not yes. doing this so we can watch this all right we are doing this to interview you guys about your start how did you figure out life and yeah. i will go on record as saying you guys have the best podcast that does person's history oh stop <laughs> oh <come laughs> I on. like i never figured out the word and i was thinking about this like for like a week since i've um talked to you guys i was like what is their show but it's the best show that goes through somebody's life Their history, how they, their background. I've just never heard a show better than you guys. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, we um, we have a podcast that has sort of like evolved over the three, almost three years that we've been doing Mm it. Where like originally, you know, we just we were told to do a podcast, um, and it would keep our name out there on a weekly basis, right? right? While we we had a TV show in development, and we were waiting for that to sort of get going. Mm -hmm. So. Doing a podcast, which we had already done back in 2010, 2011. Right. So we had
0: an old podcast. It was called Hype Men, and that was more like it, it was more like relaxed atmosphere. I think um, in that it was like just like a funnier, um, no real, no real timeline. To yeah, it there
2: wasn't. There wasn't okay. a narrative to it. Um, it wasn't linear. This one we sold it to a podcast network, right? And originally. We were just like, I don't know, rappers come over to our Upper West Side apartment. Like, let's do that. But right. what it's become has become this inspirational trip down someone's life. Like, I think we figured it out maybe 20 episodes in. It, it took a little while. Yeah, maybe right. maybe the the Maino one or the Combat Jack one. Something in that area where we're like, you know what? Let's just find out this person's life. And it's ended up over 174 or so episodes to right. this point being this this storytelling operation that we didn't even intend it to be right. right
1: yeah how you started out does not detect how you end Trust but it.
2: but also like and we tell this to anybody who's starting a podcast or anybody who's thinking about it the only reason that we're good 174 episodes in is because we put in the time and consistently put out episodes right, right. we were bad three episodes in yo <laughs> like, like that's <laughs> why we're good now like so, our operation's not dissimilar to yours on, you know, besides the fact that we don't play, you know, yeah, a, a video, video game behind us. But Are other... you
0: Trilla, by the way? Is that your nickname, or is that just a name that...
1: Well, they, apparently they told me I game around was too vulgar, which was the weirdest thing On ever. there. Yeah, on here, because yeah. so, it's an online game. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Trilla was my original um, Xbox Live name, so that's why I went. Yes, I am Trilla. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> your question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but,
2: so, our operation's not, like unlike yours, where we engineer everything, we book everything, mm-hmm. we edit everything, we do everything for our podcast, right. and what it, it sort of has become is, you know, not beyond what we can do ourselves. But again, we're the same guys who started out and didn't know how to control our audio. We didn't know what, why the sound was so low in the first
0: couple episodes. So, but also, I mean, like, we were cooking for our guests in the beginning.
1: Right, which I wanted to ask, where did that idea even come from?
0: So we we said that we were going to be, you know, inviting all these people to the upper side for, to our apartment, and it would be a dinner party style conversation. We're like, great idea, you know, that's the way to sell it. And then the people who put out the press release said that it was uh, people coming over to our west side apartment for a dinner party and we were like fuck we have to cook for all these rappers and so we started cooking for them just like and well, rappers don't
1: come alone they well,
0: usually come yeah. with an entourage that, that, was, that was an issue but, <laughs> but that really was but when
2: they announced it people took to it online oh, so we okay. were like well if people think it's a good idea maybe we should really cook for people mm-hmm. it's not I mean you live, in, you live our apartment is not like this where you have the kitchen we record in the kitchen
0: right oh, okay. it's the well, kitchen because our kitchen is our living room is our entranceway. like it's the when we say it's a Manhattan mansion it means that it's like you know it's all one room like whatever it's yeah we know yeah. we don't live in a studio <laughs> no the, where we record That's sound like where yeah everything. we do not yeah <laughs> we're
2: modest people <laughs> so we but you can't have like the stove behind little Dirk, you know right, and try yeah. to like get burgers out of there and say oh you know hold on everyone like the temperature <laughs> will go down eventually yeah but so uh I'm just glad that we are here so many episodes in, better at what we do for a living than when we started, because now people can listen and have a a good time, and we appreciate every person who's pressing play, including you, so.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you appreciate me. That's right, yeah. 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 I'm sorry, I'm bad at this. (laughs) (laughs) And also, also, we're better
2: interviewers than we were back then, too. We know how to sort of get through a conversation, we know how to, we're like point guards, we know how to, you know... Send everyone to each position. We know what the play is right. going to look like in the end. Field, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and we really we feel good about what we do. We know that every week you're going to get a good episode from us.
1: So I do have to ask because everybody knows that when it comes to most podcasts, you know whether it's Combat Jack, Rest in Peace, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. The Brilliant Idiots, Joe, whoever, you guys seem to have, whoever you want, it seems like you just oh I want to interview this person today. I want to interview that person today. Was it because of your earlier ties that kind of molded into you being able to ex interview? Can Pretty I much just ask say, anybody. it is so nice that you think that we can get whoever we want. <laughs> like that, that might be the You nicest got Wiz thing. Khalifa a couple weeks ago. That was yeah, great. I don't remember great. the last great. time I've heard a Wiz Khalifa interview, no, that, yeah. which is
0: great. Thank you. Yeah, And we worked hard to get that. Um, but yeah, I would say that what happened early on was that we couldn't get the guests that we wanted. And so we had to think of creative ways to... You know, we live in New York, right? And mm-hmm. most people, most rappers who are coming into town, most of the people that we want on our podcast, they don't live here. And they only come into town for three days, and they're doing a lot of things. Right. And it's hard to break into that cycle um, when you're fighting against, like, Breakfast Club and, you know, much bigger entities. Right. Um, but we have done well. We we've we, we found our lane, which was we wanted to get people who were just interesting regardless. So you know, that's, like,
2: that's very important. Like... Anybody who has a podcast should know that you should do your own thing. It shouldn't be the same thing that everyone does mm-hmm. because you're uh-huh. going to, everyone's going to have a currency interview when he's putting out an album or a Mac Miller interview. And honestly, who wants to listen to four different podcasts interview the same person? So we were like, let's not fight with Rap Radar for the same guest. Let's not right. fight with Combat for the same guest. Let's not, you know, try to get some little nugget from that one person that no one else is going to get because that's very hard to do. Right. And so, so yeah, we did think differently.
0: Yeah, but I mean like, um, you know, there are times when you get like a Wiz Khalifa but Wiz Khalifa isn't our biggest episode ever. Our biggest right. episode ever is DJ Clark Kent but then like second to that is Rory who hasn't done any other interviews besides being on the Joe Budden podcast and right. like I think that that's sort of, you know, what's great for us is that You come to us for people that aren't interviewed everywhere else. Right. Uh, And also to sort of dive deeper into it, we're 10
2: years into our career, right? Right. We're not... We're not podcasters, that's not like what you say that we are, that's not our tagline, you know? Like we are, we're storytellers and you can look at any part of our career. You can say the sketches that we did earlier in our career, you could say the, the short form absurdist interviews that we would do on a red carpet, you could say the writing that we've done, the TV stuff that we've done, the music that we've done, the live shows, we're storytellers. When we get on stage, we right. tell a story. It doesn't matter if it's with music behind it or whether it's just like an experience that has happened during our career, we're storytellers but when we started out very you know a long time ago mm-hmm. we we had to build ourselves build credibility show people we were authentic and genuine and we would go to parties and show our faces so they wouldn't be like oh
0: you know, right? You guys are just like Twitter eggs. Yeah, we, but we, how do
1: you do that? I mean, no offense, with you guys being white yeah. in a hip hop space, how yep. do you, you know, kind of authenticate yourselves to right. say, "Hey, I'm really want to be a part of this culture." Totally. So yeah. we put out. So okay, I ready? used to
0: call myself Reginald, and just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah.
1: hope that it just <laughs> helps
2: so much. Yeah, <laughs> we we started out putting sketch videos out every every Monday, right? And we did that for three and a half years, and and again, we could have been those Twitter eggs. We could have yeah. been just a lot of people, you know, could stay at home behind their computer screen and just say wild stuff and and have no repercussions. But we didn't want to be those guys. We wanted to be part of the community. We wanted to go to every function and have people see our face and be like, oh, I I
0: know you now. I get you now. You're cool. Well, yeah, we were always those guys who was like, who are those guys? Because, yes, you do stand out. And so you know you have to be good enough to not – Um, be weirded out by that fact obviously you know like and what happened is you build up that credibility by being everywhere and by being approachable
2: by being funny and by the way by not being any different than you're going to find us online right Mm, we're not going to like talk wild and then go hide out and not like if we say something about meno we want meno to be able to approach us and be like yo and
0: i appreciate what you said or or or, which like, by the way we never said anything about Mayno. We never said anything about him. <laughs> no, Maino. but but
2: he ended up being like one of our great friends. Right. Oh, so did okay. Bun B, so did a lot of people
0: like Joe I, Budden. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. Like all the people who accepted us very early on were like the right people and it oh. just like our, our credibility sort of built out of there. Like it was like we never were those guys who was just like, yo, like who the fuck are these bo-? we I can curse in yes, here. Okay. Way. Who the fuck are these guys like saying like wild shit? It was like, no, like I I respect their opinion and they're saying sort of wild yeah, shit. Yeah, we worked okay.
2: we <laughs> we, we worked very hard at being um, at, at understanding who we were and where we stood and we we never wanted to take away from what has already been built. We wanted to add uh, upon it, right? right. So, whether any any aspect of her, of our career, we held to that. And so it was important for us to be at every function right. and and just be us.
1: So where did that drive come from to even want to be in the hip-hop space to begin with?
2: Um, I mean, we always loved hip-hop. But, I mean, Eric... Yeah, we, we, we did always love hip-hop. We grew up on it, obsessed on it. You know, when when Napster came out, we would like that opened up a whole new door, and we would download like the most random things and try to like find this feature or that producer or mm-hmm. or anything. And you know, it's it's not like at 15 years old we were able to like go to something that DJ Green Lantern was spinning at, but right. by the time we were of age, we did do that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and so we we looked at things in a different way, and. Out of out of college, you know, I, I would write these scripts. I thought I was going to be a feature film writer and director, and life doesn't go in a straight road, right? I
1: wanted to be a singer, so trust me. I know yeah, but,
0: know. but like, it's not it, too late. But it's not too late. <laughs> well, I
1: want to sing with Jodeci, so again, well, well, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like, but but we. I'm so, so sorry to tell you this
2: <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, is this the appropriate place? <laughs> yeah, uh, literally, is this the appropriate place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, but. Out of college, these scripts that I wrote as a twenty-year-old weren't selling. Right, and there was a reason for that. It's because I didn't live any life. I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't lose. I didn't love. I didn't, you know, experience anything. You I didn't travel. In the streets, you
1: weren't, you know. No, no, no. But choice. I
2: didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, what am I writing? I'm writing about like my, my high school experience, you know, like or my college experience. It wasn't right. something that I think would work on a on a broader scale. I was limited, and so. I, I, I tried to rethink where I was in life and, and what I could do, and I got in a place where I was like, you know what, I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond, and I want to work for, I love hip-hop, and I love mm-hmm. film, Well, I want to work for a film company that works in hip-hop, and there's this young crew out of Chicago that has a, a company called Hustle Film, and it was run by John ja Monopoly, Don C, and Kanye West, and I'm oh, like, wow. I'm going to go meet them. Because one thing I learned in college, I mean, I learned a lot of things in college, but one thing that really stuck with me above everything else was that if you knock on a door and you are persistent in trying to get in touch with people, they will respond. Like human beings want to talk about themselves. Human beings want to hear from other people. And I had a professor who instilled that in me. And so I used that. Mm -hmm. And our other brother Dan and I went down to go see Kanye in concert in 2004. Stayed out, you know, went to the concert Went outside and met the whole team, and eventually that relationship and my persistence brought me out to the Grammys the next year for Kanye's first Grammys. And I was their documentary filmmaker with them behind the scenes. So you come back to New York after that, and you put that at the top of your resume, and now you start the ball rolling. Doors are starting to open? And sort of, and, and in that world, right? But you see what's going on behind the scenes, and by the time that Jeff graduated from college...
0: Yeah, like, then we started... I mean, so I, uh, out of college, um, I'm a couple years younger than Eric, I, um, I started working for HBO. Um, there was a very short, not great website. Um, it, like, died really quickly, and then from there, we started working together. Yeah,
2: we, we had an idea for a half-an-hour TV show which, if kids are watching this, TV is like the internet, was, but, but <laughs> yeah. longer, right? So, but, but we had this idea, and people just didn't get the economics of it. And we were like, well, all right, if, if you can't figure out how to make money...
1: What was the idea?
0: The idea was a we half an hour do, program. Yeah, So it was three segments, basically. It was going to be um, interviews, sort of like 60 Minutes meets Angie Martinez. It was going to be live performances like MTV Unplugged, and it was going to be sketches like SNL. And we were like all in the hip-hop space right right. because no one was doing something like that and so we would take it to all these different places we went to vibe went to aol when aol was a thing we went to double xl we went to um whoever at fuse
2: and we pitched it around and people were just like how does it make money we're like i don't know we're the creatives you tell us you figure that money people (laughs) and so all right if people say no Cool, like that's a chip on our shoulder and we move forward. But what mm-hmm. can we do on our own?
0: So we started doing the only thing we could do, which was sketches. Yeah, because
2: we didn't have relationships to go get a, a venue in New York City and go get The Roots to be our backing oh, band.
1: Go do it by yourself. Right? This yeah. was,
2: we have a Canon XL2 camera and we have Final Cut Pro on, on my on my Apple laptop and we have friends. Well, let's let's make these short videos on this new thing called YouTube and let's comment on what we see going on. So the first video we ever did was called Deconstructing Biggie. Where we took the line, "Your mag's my style, you're admiring." Don't be mad. UPS is hiring. And looked at it from the UPS driver's perspective, who hated it, and the <laughs> DHL and the FedEx guys thought it was the greatest thing in the world, and it and it did very well.
0: And then the next week, we were like, we have to follow it up. So we oh. threw an early retirement party for Lloyd Banks. Right. Obviously, he didn't show up. No. Ah,
2: right. it was we're in a sad that. conference room with yeah. sad streamers and a sad cake with a sad face on it. You well, know. By
0: the way, so
1: we and we this started... is pre-Instagram, correct? Oh, is yeah. Way, yeah. Way oh yeah. Way way
0: before Instagram. Like Instagram was just like a a hint of an idea yeah. <laughs> years in the future. But we um, we didn't have any internet in, uh, industry connections, right? So we would cold email people to try and get, you know, guest stars. And the only person who hit back because everybody... So we started filming uh, BET Weekend. Everybody, everybody was in LA. The only person who was around was Mims. So we did oh, an wow. episode with Mims that never came out but like Mims was the one person who we were able to get yeah. and like um
1: why didn't you release it?
2: It just wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't funny. And so not it wasn't his fault. It was like no, the it was his fault. Yeah. yeah. And and again, we got better with the sketches too. Like over time, like within a matter of months, Bun B hit us. Like so it's it's a matter of you put good work out there and people will find you. If people out there do one episode of their podcast and think, "Well, it didn't get a million listens right off the jump." Don't stop. Yeah. Build. Right. Yeah, and that's what on. we did. Like, okay. Deconstructing Biggie did great numbers. Uh,
0: The Lloyd Banks video did great numbers. But, but like the, the third week? The third week when we did a, um, there was a, a bit that we did about, we saw LL Cool J um like in my toast. Like a, you know how like some people will see like Jesus Christ like, you know, on, Oh yeah. In like Chips a banana and, or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Clouds and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it was that. And that that video was seen maybe like 2,000 people. Like nobody saw that video. But if
2: you give up after that third video or whenever that video was, like, what what are you showing? You're not showing strength. You're not showing like... Um, Persistence. None of that. Yeah,
0: you just gave up.
2: So one thing that really separated us from everyone was let's be consistent. Let's put out an episode every Monday. It doesn't matter if it gets two views or two million views, right? So Bun B hits us and Cameron hits us and... Uh, The Clips and Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy and Travis Travis McCoy from Gym Class Heroes, uh, Amanda Seals, who was Amanda Diva. Like a lot of these these people um, wanted to be a part of whatever we were doing. We're doing something different and it's consistent and we're not making any money off of this by the way. We're two guys who moved to New York City, which is not an inexpensive town. We take stupid jobs writing the worst list for complex.com, <laughs> right? Even before that. We 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 went out of our pockets like we went without meals. Like this was like what is the end goal something? We don't know that we're going to get on TV. We don't know that we're going to get jobs off of this. It's like We do this because we love this and we see, and by the way, we're having fun together. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh my God, you guys work together. I would never work with my sibling. Like I can't stand them or I can't like tolerate their opinion or, or whatever it is. We work well together. So when you
1: were younger, you didn't really have that many two arguments or anything like that?
0: I mean, we will have arguments, but like, you know, you get over it and you understand that like the highs are way higher than the lows are lower, right? Like, okay. Gotcha. Like, everything that eric and i have done together like it's not just like this you know trip down the the daisies (laughs) sort of thing like you know there there's hard work that goes into this and we both care a lot and so of course we're gonna fight about certain things but you know um but but yeah i mean like it was just like we weren't doing this for money and we knew that there was a greater purpose to all of this you know like We knew that as long as we put out good work, there was a future in this, whatever it was. Now,
2: another important thing that we found was that we didn't wanna do one thing forever. We didn't wanna be those guys who do sketches forever. So we did it for three and a half years. I think one thing that, and you know, you can't say we anticipated it. We were like, yes, the next thing we're gonna do is this. Opportunities come your way. So you weigh it and then you see what you can do within that space that you sort of hope you won't sell out or you won't change your vision too much. MTV came calling to us, and they said, do you want to do interviews? And we said, no. (laughs) And then we said, unless you let them do it our way. And that's where our AKAs and our gunshots and all that comes from. And that
0: energy transformed those red carpets. Yeah, I mean, because we weren't just asking, like, your normal questions of, like, what producers are you working with? It was more like just roasting people on the red carpet and then being, like, totally about it. And also,
2: the questions were more for us. Yeah. Like, the the guest was there just to laugh, honestly, you know, whether that was J. Cole or ASAP you know, Mob or that was... Uh, Rick Ross or... Was... Or Stevie Wonder. Right. right. So whoever we had in the middle of us, we're just going to have a good time. Jadakiss and, and Feist and... Vinny from Jersey Shore. Yeah. Just <laughs>
0: legends every time.
2: <laughs> but but what, what that did for us was now we got a second thing that hit.
0: So the sketches did well. The interviews did well. And then we did the podcast very early on. And then from there, we did the uh, mixtape with DJ Drama. Um, right. You know, we, we always just wanted to... To sort of like complete the circle. And whatever you put our name on, it had to be high quality. You had to right. know
2: it's the real, you're going to get something really dope from them. Regardless, you come to a show, it's going to be dope, it's worth your money. We have a book coming out, which is crazy. Like, we, you couldn't have said 10 years ago, oh, you guys are going to write a book. And we have one coming out, it's on Amazon right now for pre order. It's called Rhyme Book. And you put our name on it, you know you're going to get your money's worth from, right, you from know, that.
0: It's What's yeah, it about? Yeah. It's so a notebook. It, yeah, it's basically like a field guide to hip-hop. Remember, like, the Ego Trip books that Elliot did, like, a million oh, years ago? okay, yeah. It's sort of like that, but it's more like a regular... I wish it were
2: like, remember the Ego Trip book that Elliot did years ago? It's nothing like that. <laughs>
0: like, well, no, I mean, like...
2: It's it, kind of like that. It it's a lined is, notebook with a lot of like content.
0: That. It's the essence of, like, that sort of nerdy quality to it. Like, okay. we made our own playlists... We, I, you know, we cataloged 21 Savage's uh, ad-libs, which is, like, the most impossible task he ever. i
1: cataloged his ad-libs. Yeah, imagine,
0: like, going through and being like, was that a kr- or, like, a kr- <laughs> Like, you know, like, what is he saying? So, like, or how many times does he say 21? He says it a million times. But, like, it's, it's also just, like, a lined notebook for you to write down whatever you want in it. Yeah,
2: you want to write your your lyrics in there, you want to write your dreams in there, whatever it is, yeah, it's a chance for you, it's a cool notebook, it looks cool, it feels cool, there's, like Jeff said, amazing content in there, it's something that people will really find valuable, and we put our name on it, so you know it's going to be dope. Right. So yeah, so whatever we did in our career, we made sure that, you know, it was going to be genuine and authentic and true.
1: So how do you guys do... I mean, because obviously you're going to have arguments, right? You're mm-hmm. your brothers and mm-hmm. y- you work together. You're going to have arguments regardless. How do you decide going back to the podcast thing? Not to. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm horrible with segues. No, no, no. no. But anyway, so how do Unless you. Unless you're talking about the motor device. Oh, no. <laughs> they got a weight limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like if there's somebody that you want to interview and you don't, how do you guys decide whether you can interview that person or not? Um, It's usually who's louder. <laughs>
0: Oh, really? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, like, no. it's, a, it's a conversation, right? Like, there are certain people that Eric didn't want on the podcast that ended up being amazing episodes. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that I would have wanted on the podcast that would have been terrible episodes, and I'm glad that Eric said no to them. So, I mean, like, it's just... Sometimes, you, sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong and usually you don't go forward unless both people are on board. And again, it's important to understand that some episodes are going to do great numbers and
2: some episodes are not going to do great numbers. But as long as we get someone who we can enjoy a conversation with, then we all win. And all right. especially the audience wins. And we're glad that at a point now where we put out, you know, nearing 200 episodes, that whoever we get on, you will get a good listen out of that. You will get a an hour and a half where you will be like, I didn't, no, you know, pun or anything. Yeah, Waste your time. Yeah. Right. You know, you want to have your, you want to have your humor, you want to have your inspiration, you want to find out a person's story, but it shouldn't matter if it's Wiz Khalifa or if it's uh, Brendan Frederick or David Cho or Jenna Luckman or Mary HK Choi people you may not have heard of
1: right it's just a good quality.
2: or Guap Dad 4000 like we did Guap Dad recently actually maybe the week before after we had somewhere in there and a lot of people were like I had no idea this 25 year old scammer from from uh, West Oakland yeah mm-hmm. I didn't know his story but I'm so glad I listened to that and for us we're glad that we put people on to Guap Dad because he's dope right. he's awesome so we're you know, we're happy to put out an episode with anybody who is entertaining. We put out an episode uh, a couple weeks ago with our friends, Black Trey and Big Waz, and people may not know them, but they enjoyed that podcast.
1: And quality content. And it's yeah. quality content. So how did Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review Movies come in? Good, oh my Good God. question. Yeah. So- uh, for, for anyone who doesn't
2: know, we have a second podcast called Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies with Styles and, and Chic of the Locks.
0: Right. So- uh, obviously, we've had the locks in their entirety over. We've had them separately. We've had them t- collectively. But uh, when they came over to promote their uh, their new EP um, for was no reason, for no reason, yeah. So they came over. Uh, Jadakiss was on an edible and was not handling it well. Mm-hmm. Was like <laughs> his face was like on the table. He was singing "New Edition" in the middle of it. Like he was just, <laughs> like, he was just like he was just like gone. Yeah. Meanwhile, Styles was doing amazingly well off his edible just like radiating a real pro and then chic was stone cold sober yeah and so and we never met chic before at that point right right okay so in the middle of the podcast styles gets up and as one does when he's on edibles (laughs) and starts examining all of our books and he's like oh my god big lebowski which is one of eric's favorite movies he's like yo I fuck with this movie so much and so now we're talking about that and then we're talking about we're
2: movies and, and chic and styles are talking about movies between them. We're like, you guys should have a podcast all about movies where you review them or whatever, and they're like, No, we should have one. And we'll call it two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies. We're right like, on the spot? Right yeah. on the spot. Wow. So we were like, uh, yeah, okay. And then, you know, we created this this group chat. And we were like, if you guys really want to do this, let's start it out. We'll come up to your studio and we'll do Netflix recommendations. And then that turned into an amazing episode. And then it turned into Let's Go See Black Panther Together.
1: Oh, that was hilarious. Thank Um, you. Matter of fact, because I want to steal your story. Can you Uh tell the story about how you guys went to go see it? Yes. And what happened? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, so... Wait, which part of it? (laughs) Like, Uh, well, just
0: just the getting in part.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Eric was. um, Well, they they take your phones away first of
2: all, which because they don't want you to bootleg a movie at a screening, and that's understandable. Like, just like when you go to a recording uh, uh, playback for like watch the throne, you turn your phone
0: in and they seal it up and you get it back. Right. And Styles and Sheik have never (laughs) ever turned their phones in. They are celebrities. Yeah. And so, uh, first of all. Yeah, I went in to go reserve the seats. Right. With no phone. So I don't know what's going on outside in the lobby. Right. So I'm just standing there, and I'm they're taking forever. <laughs> I They finally show up, and they tell me that they're downstairs. And I'm like, all right. So I go down to the lobby of this movie theater. Like, I, like, own the place or something. And I uh, immediately see Styles, and somehow I got them upstairs. The fact is, like, they'd never waited in line before. <laughs> like, it was just, like... Talking to two like complete foreigners about like how to be like a regular person and like right. go in like normal doors and stuff, and so we're uh, walking in and uh, we go up to the front of the line and Styles, I say, okay, so your names are Styles <laughs> and Chic, okay, you, like when you ask to be like checked off on the list. Styles says, "Hey, I'm Styles," and Sheik says, "Whatever his like government name is." And I'm like, "No, no, no, you're Sheik.
2: <laughs> and then you have to turn your phones in. Yeah. And and they were very like hesitant to do that. And so Jeff turned his phone in. I think you all turned it in under one ticket, right? Yep. And Styles had to get wanded down, and and he was about to tell the guy, or he did tell the guy. He did tell the guy. He's <laughs> like, "I got a hammer on me." He was just like, "No, don't oh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that." He didn't, but he but he said that. But and then. You know, you go and you see the movie. And by the way, the guys... I went to go to the bathroom and I come back and everyone's in different seats because why?
0: Yeah, because they were like, no, we have to, like, desegregate it. Like, <laughs> we have to do... We have to do uh, every other.
2: <laughs> so we watched the movie all together. And then afterwards, Jeff had gone up to get to, uh, go to the bathroom, stepped on someone's popcorn along well, like, the way. like,
0: through the... Po- like, it was just, like, a completely oh, disastrous... Wow. Like, that's why I didn't return to my seat. And so they thought that I had left or something. So
2: Jeff ends up sitting, like... Uh, you know, in an aisle seat, like, in the back. And so when the credits are over, there's a million people in this theater. And, uh, Styles and Chic see that Jeff's over there. And they're like, well, Jeff should go get the phone. And yeah, it's
0: like, and they're just, like, yelling at me across this completely get packed the theater. phones! Being like, Jeff,
2: get the phone! Get the phone! So I'm like, and I think it's funny, so I'm yelling, too. So it's the three of us and, you know, 600 people in the theater being like, what is this? And we're like, get the
1: phones! <laughs>
0: So i got the stupid phone yeah <laughs> that is hilarious and yeah.
1: what who didn't like it she hated it hated that it. was matter of fact i gotta shout that out watch that episode that episode was hilarious It's like, crazy i don't like it yeah i don't like it i, I like promise it.
2: you when we so right after that we took an uber back to our place to go record the episode mm-hmm. so the moment we get in the car Sheik's like, you don't want to turn my microphone on. Like, he's like, you don't want to hear what I have to say. And we're like, save it for the podcast. This is so good. Yeah. Because honestly, <laughs> we thought we would all go into this movie and all love it. Right. And that he didn't create a better
0: podcast. Yeah. Well, we like Eric and I were just like, what are we going to talk about? Like, we can't just talk for half an hour about like how much we all love this movie. Like, what are what are some topics we can talk about? And and that he was
1: yeah. on the other side, created it, this dynamic. threw
0: the whole thing off. Right. <laughs> But it was amazing. It was wonderful.
1: All right. Well, all right, gentlemen. We have reached the end of the show. Normally, the way I end the show is I end it with a quote. But when I do have guests, I like to ask... Well, I, well, I guess I can't ask this question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Um, if someone were only listening to the last three minutes of this podcast, what would you like for them to take away from it?
2: Uh, Sheik hates Black Panther. <laughs> 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 but I, I do want to say this. I want to say that um, a lot of people don't have the guts to send a cold email, and you deserve a lot of credit for that. Like you were like, you guys, you know, responded to to my email request. You, you came up here from Florida. You came up. It's cold outside, you brought mm-hmm. all this equipment. You you got this place to record your podcast. That's gutsy. Like a lot of people don't do that. You should feel really good about that. You should yeah, feel like thanks. no, honestly, you should feel good because so many people record an episode, it doesn't get plays and they stop. A lot of people you ask why we get the guests we get. We built that over time, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people say no to us. We want two chains on the podcast. We know his manager. We know his record label. We've met 2 Chains. We haven't gotten that 2 Chains thing yet. We're working towards that. And I mean,
0: and there are names that are much smaller than his that like, also say no. Yeah,
2: but the, but the point is that we don't give up after we send those emails or texts or see them in person and get curved. And I'm glad that you were persistent in, in trying to get us and whoever else you're going to have on the podcast. Right. It matters you're doing the work that a lot of people won't do. And I hope when people are out there and they watch our story and they see that we're two Jewish brothers from 30 minutes north of New York City who are 10 years in the game, who have done all these different things, who have succeeded, but have also had like downs too. We've had ups, we've had downs. Mm-hmm. The point is we didn't stop. We, we fought. We didn't get money. Didn't we, sold, we sold the TV show. It's sitting on a shelf you know, uh, this episode didn't do amazing. This episode did. Why didn't this one? We didn't give up. You know, we've had trips to Los Angeles where they were not great. We've had trips to Los Angeles that were super great. Mm -hmm. The point is we're, we're still here. We're still going and we're not going to stop, you know, and you seem like us. You're persistent. You'll put out an email. And if you get a response, treat it
1: as if like, it's the greatest thing. If you don't, you move on right i tell everybody that like when i when i travel because i've been to miami Atlanta. i travel specifically for the podcast and i'm like if none of the people i hit up show up they got busy or whatever i'll just do the podcast by myself in new york like that's to me it's just it's all about just the content and the podcast and putting it out, out information for people to absorb and to understand and whether it's a thousand people a million people 500 people two people as long as you took something away yeah. from that little 20 30 minute interview that i did That's it. What what more can I want?
0: Yeah, well, what can we take from this apartment?
1: (laughs) You're on camera. Um, Yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) And also, I promise you, you do dope work, it'll come back around. Yeah. It always does. It doesn't doesn't matter that it's, like, instant gratification. I promise you.
0: No, I mean, like, even, like, speaking truth to power, like, we had a meeting uh, two weeks ago with a group that wants to buy our TV show back and like just help us like on some level. But the mm. videos that they were talking about, the videos they were most impressed by were the ones that we put out 10 years ago. Not the one, they weren't bringing up stuff that we did like last year, this year, anything. It was stuff that we did 10 years ago that came back around and they mm. were just like quoting it.
2: Oh, wow. It is just crazy. That's
1: incredible. But yeah. it,
2: and it's meaningful because those videos that we did, we're not doing them for money. We were doing them because we love what we do. And again, over our 10 year career, Anything that we do, it's because we love it, right? You should do something because you love it. If if you've had 40 different jobs, like I hope somewhere in there, you knew that those weren't the right jobs for you, but you'll find that thing that you love. This and if is the this 41st. is it, well, hey. <laughs> no, but like, shouts to you. Like, as long as you love something, do it. If you don't, what's the point? Like, get out, like leave, yeah. like stop it. Like, don't waste your time. Do something that you love. The moment you don't, move on.
1: And that's it that's it yeah to say anything after that that's no it. <laughs> all right gentlemen well i appreciate you joining my show thank you so much it's thank been you another episode of I game around without a tagline <laughs> <laughs> <And> we're out <laughs>